Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Raider Nation, welcome back to another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast, brought to you by your humble self, Micah, my partner in time. Partner in time? Well, we've spent a lot of time on the podcast, but my partner yes, in have. time. Tyler! Time in crime. <laughs> hey, man, Tyler, how you feeling, man? Oh, just, I'm tired. It's 10, 12 at night. Hey, man. So, uh, we're, we're ready to rip. Let's yeah. just, let's get into this show. Let's we're coming it. off of a win against the, uh, I don't care what their record says. They're still the Browns. You said still beat the Browns. So, I'm glad hey, we beat the Browns. Yep. And, uh, but yeah. Good victory coming off of uh, a a loss that looked ugly. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, let's. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm, you know, let's the, do it. the thing that I look at, the Buccaneers are a good team. You know, early in the season we yes. weren't sure, but the Buccaneers have turned out. I mean, the Buccaneers are, gonna, are playoffs. They're, they're a playoff team. I think they're going to be. You said a top... they have the number two overall defense in the league, right? Exactly. And if we want to touch on that game really quickly, because we didn't have a podcast uh, the week. After the Buccaneers game, uh, life happened. We're all dads with children and wives. Wives singular, like we don't each have right. Multiple we have wives. a wife, yeah, but yeah. There are three of us, so therefore three wives. Yeah, not three wives apiece. We each have no. one. Um, so just to clear that up, I didn't want any confusion there. Um, so life just happened, but we're back at it. Um, you know, the the Buccaneers lost to me, Tyler, really quickly. I wasn't. Like, it was, I, I hated the way we lost, um, but it wasn't one of those that was, like, devastating. It wasn't like losing to Denver or if we had a loss to Cleveland. I thought, you know what, this is a tough loss, but the Bucks are good. They have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. They obviously have Tom Brady, really good receivers. Their defense is ranked second in the NFL. So, you know what, we take that loss. We've talked about this. We don't feel like I, I, the Raiders are. I say are very good. We're not elite, though. I think the Bucks are hitting that elite status right now as that team starts to kind of come together and put it all together there with Brady. Uh, I think they're going to be a top two seed. I think by the end of the year in the NFC, two or three. So I, I think they're right up there. So I wasn't like, oh my gosh, devastated by the loss. Obviously, don't like any loss, but uh, I was more focused on the stretch that we had before us right after the Buccaneers game, which was Cleveland. And we talked about this, Tyler. We talked about this is a big win. We need to get this win because of the playoff implications down the road. We're halfway through the season right now. And this, I guess nearly halfway after this week, we will be. Um, and we're right. We're neck and neck with Cleveland. Cleveland's going to be vying for a six or seven seed. I do believe by the end of the year, just because the Cleveland Browns schedule like the Raiders the rest of the way, is basically a cakewalk. So Cleveland is a very easy path. Cleveland's nine and seven, ten and six, maybe even eleven and five. 
And eleven and five probably stretching, especially with Odell Beckham Jr. out now. To me, uh, but, they're still the Browns. So if they right. win like two more games the rest of the year, they're gonna that that will be like, yep, still the Browns. Right, right. But there's a real chance that the Raiders are jockeying for a position that six or seven seed with the Browns at the end of the season. So to get this win on Sunday, I think we might look back on this, especially in about six or seven weeks, and go. Phew, glad we won that one. Another one to circle will be the Colts when that game happens. But um, getting into the Browns game, man, I honestly, Tyler, I didn't care how we won. We had 40 mile an hour wins. It was raining slash hailing slash snowing, snowing, snowing. Um, And I didn't care. I didn't care how we won. I didn't care what the score was going to be. All I cared was was getting the win because... When it's when those kinds of conditions, like you kind of just throw, you just throw everything out the window, and you just go look. A win is a win when it's you're playing in insane conditions like this. So right. the sixteen to six score to me, I wasn't like, oh, we should have thumped the Browns. Like I was happy. I was like, you know, get the win, get out of there. Like in my opinion, how? What did you think of the game? Yeah, I, I. I told you and Birch that I would have liked to have thumped them so bad that we got to see Marcus Mariota in action. Yeah. But when you go out there and there's swirling winds and you kick a 31-yard field goal and it starts on the right upright and it ends up 15 yards off the left upright, right. you know you got some winds and you know you got some adverse conditions. So I think what the, the, the direction they took was the correct direction of just go out Get Josh Jacobs rolling. Get that yeah. big offensive line rolling. Run the football to the tune of 128 for Jacobs. Booker had some really nice runs too. Um, but yeah, I you know I always like to whoop people. We don't really right. ever do that. But I think it's a really good win um, over the Browns because a lot of people were already like, oh, the Browns, you know, they're gonna get into the playoffs or they'll be at least pushing for that and and to me like I said they're still the Browns and so you just until they prove otherwise they'll always be the Browns to me and I feel like we should we should win that game which we did um but you know I was happy that they won um it you got to always be happy with a win, right? It doesn't right. really matter what it looks like. It's you just you got to be happy that you won, that uh, nobody really got injured in the game. Yeah. So that that's always a plus as well. So no, I'm happy they won. Um, and it's a you know it's a tough game because you can't really. We've become a fairly decent team at yeah. hitting Aglor deep, at hitting rugs deep. Yeah. You can't do that when you know 30 mile an hour winds are are taking the ball away from you and uh so it was nice to see that we could kind of adjust the game plan and go right into you know what we have done really well in the past which is run the football and jacobs had a great game um and it it just kind of turned out to be a more of a an old school win to quote john gruden right and I love that as you know, tough, gritty game. You know, the season we, we you know we Derek Carr you know receives a lot of criticism for how he plays in the cold, rightfully so, rightfully so, because his record in the cold is not good. Um, Abysmal. He, 
abysmal. Yes, but he played well. He had, I believe, 41 rushing yards. Looks really good running down the field. He also had a fumble that was uh, saved by Booker. So, good job to Booker. Yeah, he jumped on that ball with three uh, Browns defenders around it. Um, I didn't. I never saw the replay to see if it would have actually been a fumble or not. Um, if if Booker hadn't have rec- you know recovered it, but neither here nor there in the history books. Um, he also took a big hit too. Do you see that when he was scrambling on the outside? Uh, carded, got upended uh, by one of the uh, I believe is one of the Brown corners. Um, oh, he tucked that ball. Put his shoulder down and just totally yeah, went flying. Yeah, that's the one that Gruden was like, get your tuckus down, yeah. slide. But he so. had some good runs. There was one, I think he converted like a third and eight uh, yeah. with a run play, kept the yep. drive alive. I like seeing that. That was fun. Uh, that's the old car. That's the 2016 car we know and love. So I love seeing that. And, you know, honestly, you know, Tyler, we talk about good wins, bad wins, that kind of stuff. This year has just been so unprecedented. I mean, on Sunday, you had Tua's first start. They thumped the Rams. How about the Bengals beating the Titans? How about the Giants hanging tough with the Bucks? Like they were up on the Bucks for most of that game. Uh, The Patriots now sit at two and five after after two or three weeks in the season. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, the Patriots heading right." You know, they're, they're they're contenders again this year. Now the Patriots like they play the Jets this week. And I'm going without Edelman, without, um, without uh, who's that? Uh, Nikhil Harry, right? Cam Newton hasn't thrown a touchdown pass since week three. I'm going. I don't know, but if I'm a Patriots fan, I'm a little nervous going into this game just because you always hear about those teams that are winless, and it's like, oh, you know, they they have a really good chance to never win a game. I feel like this is one of those games that all of a sudden you're like a win. The winless team finally is winless no longer. And the Patriots are feeling pretty down and out right now. And I, I heard earlier this week, Stefan Gilmore put his house up for sale in new England. Um, you know, I don't know if there are a lot of people jumping off the boat in new England or not, but, uh, I mean, it's just been such a weird year that I'm just going to take the wins as they come. If, if we can beat the Rams by a point, I'll take it. If we, yep. I, I just, it, it's been so unprecedented, so wacky. And we're seeing, it's not just with the Raiders. I mean, it's all around the league. When I saw Herbert beat the Titans, I'm like, are you serious right now? Um, so, you know what? You mean Burrow. I'm sorry. What did I say? Herbert. Uh, Herbert, I'm sorry. Herbert's in L.A., our other home. (laughs) We're getting ready to head to our other new home, yes. But, uh, yeah, it's just such a weird year. Good win for the Raiders, again, coming handy down the stretch. Um, Josh Jacobs, 128 yards. Tyler, we talked about this when we did a little promo for a Browns podcast before that game. Uh, The Browns defense, run defense, fifth in the NFL. So to rack up the kind of yards we did on the ground with that offensive line, um, impose their will on on the Cleveland Browns. And really, like, there was no secret about it. And the Browns talked about that after the game. They were moving safeties up, and it didn't matter. Uh, yeah, and that's what I like. dominating the line of scrimmage. Like, they had eight, yes. nine men in the box, and they were still getting three, four, five yards a pop. Yep. With, without Trent Brown, without Incognito, 
we're still getting that done. Boy, I tell you what, imagine putting this whole offensive line together one day. Like, say It'd in the be next nice, couple of wouldn't weeks. it? It'd be real nice <sighs> to have like four or five games, maybe six. I take eight, you know, right. the rest of the, the season with our actual starting projected offensive line. I, I, I think you're right. That'd be really well, nice to have. I don't know. I don't know if Trent Brown comes back this week. Obviously, I was one of the people early on was a pretty peeved about Brown being out again. Now, they had reported it early as just an illness. They didn't say it was life-threatening. So Yeah, this was not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Tyler, being the resident physician uh, on the podcast, uh, can tell you that when you get air in the bloodstream, like that... Normally like, kills yeah, like you, air, correct? Air bubbles. Yeah, air bubbles. Yeah. Because you put in an IV wrong, you get air bubbles in your bloodstream, and many times that leads to death. So right. I mean if you have How ever does see, that lead to death? Do you like how just exactly? hits the heart? Ah. So it it I'm not real sure exactly the mechanism, but if you ever watch any spy movies, they'll like inject a syringe of air into the jugular vein. Um, and it'll cause, uh, I don't know if it's bleeding internally or what it does, but okay, it, uh, it's not it a messes good thing. You up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's enough to send you to the hospital. Uh, yeah. If it and happens, Cleveland obviously. medical center is like one of the premier places. If you want to, you know, if you're being treated for something, the Cleveland clinic is dang good. Um, you, you want to be there, and if you're staying there overnight for observation and into the next day, it's something that's serious. They right. would have just brought him home, but you know that yeah. that's a pretty serious thing when you're talking about that. You know, you can stroke, have a stroke, you can have a heart attack, you can. It's not no bueno, no bueno. Do you know how they get rid of that? Like, how do they, what, what's the? Do I, they have to? I don't your, filter um, it out. Like I. I do they hook you just kind of watch it. Yeah, okay. I. My guess is they probably did an angiogram, which traces your blood flow. They put dye in, um, your in your blood, and they trace its radioactive markers, and they trace those throughout the body, making sure that there's um no tears in arteries or okay. anything like that. So that's probably uh what they did first was. Uh, uh, either a venogram, which looks at your veins, or an angiogram, looks at your arteries. They probably did both okay. just to make sure that everything was... Uh, they probably did EKGs, which looks at your heart rhythm and everything yeah. like that, just to make sure that he wasn't, you know, having a heart attack or going to have a stroke or anything like that. So okay. it's crazy. I told you and Birch, my hypothesis is he he hadn't felt good. Uh, he had been on, you know, on the COVID list. Right. He's probably just getting some fluids prior to the game to help with hydration, which a lot of players do. People right. were like, why are you getting IV fluids? Well, it's so you don't cramp up and so you don't feel like crap when you're out there playing. Right. And they just screwed it up much like when uh, Tyrod Taylor got his lungs collapse or his one lung partially collapsed because right. the guy put in... Uh, a pain-killing injection into his rib and missed. So it's like, what? When do we start holding these doctors responsible yeah. for stupid things like that? 
Yeah, but, that's just insane to me. But all that to say, appreciate that the 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 explanation there, Tyler. That's that that to me because I was going like I said, I was one of the people egg on my face afterwards. That was like, are you serious? Like, uh, come on. But after learning about the severity, like, well, he could have died. It was like, oh, my bad. Like, yeah. but again. In my defense, they listed it as an illness, and I thought, oh, come on. Like, literally practiced, I think, Thursday, Friday. Maybe even it was all week before the game. Um, and then, like, literally, like, an hour before the game starts, we get this report. Trent Brown has an illness, and it was like, right. oh, my gosh. Like, what in the heck it? are you doing, Trent yes, Brown? Come yes. on. Well, Trent Brown wasn't doing anything. It was a doctor. So, prayers... For his quick recovery, it sounds like everything's going well. I think he was at practice today, if I'm not mistaken. I think I don't know how much he participated, but I I thought he was at yeah least he was there. there, but I don't think he practiced. Yeah, so he's in the building. Don't know if he suits up Sunday. Honestly, for me, Tyler, I don't know what the timeline is for Incognito, but if we get a Brown back for the next two game stretch against Denver and then again versus Kansas City, if there's any way that we could have our full starting lineup of offensive linemen for those two games, that would be big. I, I like going in to, honestly, I like both games, but I, um, especially right now where it's looking like Bosa might be out this Sunday with a concussion. Um, but, uh, I mean, Denver Broncos, they've got a mean pass rush as well, and the Chiefs obviously are going to be a tough out. So if we could have our full uh, full quiver of offensive linemen for those two games, that, that would be big. That would be Yeah, great. I agree. Yep. So, we'll see what happens there. But um, really quickly, uh, are you uh, the Browns game, we mentioned uh, the running game looked excellent. Um, not really anything for me, Tyler. The, the kick, man, there, was, I, there were a lot of windy games on Sunday. But, boy, that was weird to see that one kick. I mean, just totally, it looked like something out of a video game. Yeah, uh, and it happened to both sides too. Yeah. It wasn't just Carlson that missed. That was uh that happened to both teams. So Right. Right. Uh no sacks on the game. Uh disapp- I was disappointed in that. Um I was kind of you know, I know it was more of a ground and pound type game, but if I'm looking here, I do believe, let's see. Mayfield dropped back 25 times, you know, and and no sacks. Um so I wasn't, that was a little bit of a bummer. Uh, Carr did uh, 112 yards to the air when one touchdown, 15 to 24. Uh, Carr did take two sacks, um, but able to impose our will uh, on the running side of the game. Caused uh, one fumble, right? Yep, caused uh, Nick Krakowski. That's what we brought him in here for. You know, we talked about that. I was complaining about that a few weeks ago. Raiders don't force enough turnovers. Well, we got one there. I think that's two weeks in a row now. Uh, no, we didn't get any against the Bucks, Did we? Mm. Did we force a turnover? I don't think we forced any turnovers I don't against think the so. Bucks. I think it was the Chiefs. I think. Well, yeah, we forced a turnover, obviously, against the Chiefs. Um, forced one here against Cleveland. I think you're going to have to do that. Herbert throws interceptions. He threw two last week. In fact, I have to check up on his stats before we get too deep into that. Um, uh, Nicholas Morrow had a tackle for a loss. Really, Kwiatkowski and Nevin Lawson played really good games. Uh, Corey Littleton did as well. Um, uh, that the other day. Uh, what's his name? Um, 
Cleveland Farrell went ghost, only had one tackle. Um, so a little bit concerning there. Obviously, we'll see, you know, poor conditions, a win's a win. Just looking at, like, individual players. Um, yeah, we, we need more out of this defensive line. We, we, we got to get more out of this defensive line or else it's uh, – we might be heading into an easier section of the of the season. But if we can't get more consistent pressure – um, it was good to see yeah. Abram. Abram was flying around the field. They sent him yep. off the edge a few times, and that worked. Like he got home. He, he took tracked down. down Kareem Hunt coming yeah. off. He was off the the left end, uh, the left tackle, and tracked him down like across the field. Yeah, he's tripped him and up. tripped him up for like a four yard gain instead of he would have caught the corner yeah. and at least had a first down, but he got him like. And and then Kareem Hunt stumbled for like four yards, but that was a heck of a play by Abram, who, yeah. you know, he really does bring, as much as we like to joke about it, he really does bring a different intensity, yeah, uh, just like an angry, an angry lumberjack um, yeah. to the to the back end of that defense, like in the game against um, the Bucks, there were several times where. Heath would come up to uh, stop oh, a gosh. runner yeah. or Harris would come up and you're just like, if that was Abram, he would have ripped their head off. And instead Heath like misses the tackle and the run goes for 20 yards. And you're just like, come on. So it is nice. You know, I know we give him crap and call yeah. him Abrams, but it's more of a term of endearment than yes. anything. So well, I think, was it a gut? The Bucks game or was it the Browns game? Heath came screaming up on the edge. It was the it was against the Bucks. And to fill the gap, and Fournette just roasted him. Just, just, and instead of Heath going in for the kill shot, he like slows down. We don't. You're not. You don't slow down against Fournette, especially as a safety. You're not. You, you won't win no, that you battle just knock nine his head times off. out of ten. And he just totally whiffed on the tackle. He, like, tried to break down to tackle him. And Fournette just sidesteps and just totally catches Heath, like, on his heels. And Heath, I think Heath ended up getting the tackle after, like, a 12-yard gain. Um, uh, finally was able to track him down. But uh, it was, the, it, like, I, I remember watching that play and thinking... Abrams would have come up and taken his kneecaps off right at the line of scrimmage. And Abram actually did that against Hunt uh, on another play. Came screaming up off the edge, and I think it was about a two-yard gain, two- or three-yard gain, yeah. but just totally took the knees out of Kareem Hunt. So that's a play. I'm excited. Abram, you know, we weren't sure what we had. Every Everybody was hyping him up. We thought we had a good player, but we weren't 100% sure. But that's turning into a pretty heady-looking pick. By Mayock yep, and Gruden. So I'm is. excited for that. And our defense needs that. My goodness, our defense needs that. Joyner looked good. Uh, had a good pass breakup. Couple of good pass breakups. Uh, yeah, and in you the know where zone. he was playing when he had those? Oh, geez. I don't know. Maybe the position we've been wanting him to play this whole time, Tyler? Yes. <sighs> Finally moved his butt to safety. Jeez. And he made some great plays. So let that be a lesson, Paul Gunther. Okay, like put put Joiner at safety. Just oh, help have him help at safety. Quit you. trying to stick him in the slot. Like just yeah. let's let him play what he made the Pro Bowl doing. 
How about that? How about Joyner, we try that? Joiner at safety and Abram at safety. Harris rotating in and heck, Heath. I don't even mind Heath rotating in for right. once in a while. But right, right. Good heavens, moon. we've got a plethora of corners. I mean, sure, Arnett's hurt right now, but hopefully he right. will be back at practice um, on Thursday yeah. tomorrow yeah. Uh, when we're when we're broadcasting our voices to the to the millions, millions. this evening but uh yeah so i mean you've got mullen you've got arnett you've got lawson you've got um isaiah johnson who's been lost kind of all year uh Keyshawn nixon uh, i know i'm probably forgetting some well, somebody we had picked up in the draft but he's now out for the season tanner muse from clemson I mean, we yes. didn't exactly expect him to contribute a ton, but, you know, that's off the table now is even a fill-in role. Right. So, I mean, we've got the corners, I think, to that, that we can put Joyner and, and put him in a position in which I feel like he does better. But I'm sure this week he'll be in the slot um, and he'll or he'll probably be against Keenan Allen or something. And uh, Henry. Or Harry, yeah, no Henry. Uh, yeah, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, I, it was nice to see him put in a position to make plays, and he like speared the snot out of one of their wide. Re- uh, Jarvis Landry yeah. went up for a pass. I don't think Jarvis Landry tried to go up for any more passes. Yeah. After yeah. that hit, so he broke up a couple, but there was another pass uh, that he was trying to hit the inside slant route, and he got a hand up and tipped the ball. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that hit because Landry was going to catch that ball on the second effort. He bobbled it originally, but he was going to bring that down, except for the hit, which I was waiting patiently waiting for a flag to come flying in because it was the Raiders. Uh, even though it was a clean hit, like led with the shoulder right in the pit at the back, didn't get him in the head. But I thought that's totally they're gonna that was such a bang bang play and it looked bloody awful that I guarantee right. you there's gonna be a flag or two flying it. But there wasn't, and I was pleasantly surprised. And when you watch the replay, he did a good job. So yeah, joiner, like, you know, it's voting season, Tyler. Can we vote joiner for safety? <laughs> like, yes, let's joiner for safety. Yeah, he's my write in for safety. I know we have Harris and Abram and 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 everybody else and their mother back there, but uh, I'm gonna write in joiner for safety. Um, yeah, so quality win against the Browns. Love that. Um, Tyler, can we get into around the league a little bit here? Absolutely. If you're okay, if we can, we, we did the Browns dirty and, uh, and so long and good night there. Got that win, big win. I originally thought it was actually in Vegas. So, um, I don't know why I thought that, but you know, it's been a weird year. Chalk it up to 2020. Yep. Um, you know what? Let's I go saw really... I saw something funny today. Uh, did you your wife it. ever use bath bombs? Like... You know what? I no, because our okay. uh, my wife never has time to take a bath. With I guess two that kids. well maybe my wife like she likes to take a bath, and like so it. she uses these bath bombs. But yeah. I saw it was like if if twenty twenty was a bath bomb, oh, it no. would be a toaster. Probably plugged into the wall. So, oh, anyways, man. that's terrible. I had to chuckle at that. <laughs> no, that's great. I love Carry it. Carry on. It's terrible, but I love it. Quick yes. update on conference standings: Browns at the season ends of today. They would be at that seventh seed spot, and Raiders are at eighth, right at the outside looking in. Obviously, we've got a whole 
whole uh, nine weeks to go here, but um, just shows you the significance once again of that game. Tyler, I want to look at around the league really quickly. We talked about sticking a fork in different teams um, last, uh, well, I guess two weeks ago. Our list included the Falcons, Texans, Jets, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Bengals, Giants, Washington, and Vikings, um, and Dallas as well. Now, I gave you grief for the Dallas pick um, because yeah. I didn't think the Dallas Cowboys. I want Cowboys, an apology. You, you know what? I didn't think the Cowboys were finished just because that whole division is terrible. However, they go out and promptly lose. Well, they've lost twice. They lost to the Eagles and the and the Washington football team. Um yep. I think they're one in five or one in six. Cowboy, uh, the Cowboys are two and six currently. Oh, they're two and six. Yeah, they've got a whole two wins. Um, they've got a game up. Uh, well, they're they're pulling even with the Patriots. Gosh, I love that that the Cowboys and the Patriots are both bad. That just does my heart good. I think um, it does everybody's heart good. Yes. You know what? Beforehand, uh, you know another weird game was the Vikings. Putting a beat yeah. down on the Packers. Yeah. Why did that? In who Green saw that Bay. coming? Yeah. Now we had the Vikings on this list. The Vikings still sit at two and five. Was that win against Green Bay enough to move them off of put a fork in their season, or is their season still on the fork? I think that the tines of the fork are still in the in the Vikings. I would agree with that. I would agree. I would agree with you there. It's um, weird because that's a conference game. Conference right. games always go can can even if one team is like I mean, well, look at the Raiders. Right. I think we were like 0 and 11 in 2000 don't remember uh 13 or 14 yeah. and or 2014, yeah, it was Carr's rookie year and they go in and they beat the Chiefs. They were like right. 0 and 11 and they beat the Chiefs. So I yep. mean, conference games are funky that way. You, you can't really base the rest of the year off of a conference game i feel like because it there there's those rivalry rivalries you show up to play a little bit harder um and and you hit a little bit harder too so yeah i would still leave my fork in the vikings leg so i like that is it early too early to put a fork in the patriot season sitting at two and five currently um would you leave them done uh, you know what? With 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 the Gilmore rumors, I mean Cam Newton. I I let the record show. I never liked Cam Newton in New England. I didn't think that was just going to magically solve all of New England's problems. And isn't this interesting, Tyler? We've always had this discussion: Is it Belichick? Is it Brady? Like who carries the day there? And I I feel like it was just the perfect marriage. Like right. it was the perfect marriage, and I think it was. A 50-50 split. I don't think anybody can argue that at this point because we've seen Tom Brady have his struggles in Tampa Bay and we're obviously watching Belichick with his struggles in New England. So, you know what? You could make an argument for both sides of that coin, in my opinion, right now. I think you're right. Interesting. So, I'm going to add the Patriots to this list. Stick a fork in the Patriots' season. Which I would just absolutely just tickle me. Now, now we left the Chargers off of this list. The Chargers once again blow a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter and lose, lose on literally the final play of the game to the Denver Broncos. 
The Chargers now sit as well at two and five. Do you stick a fork in their season or not yet? In the Chargers season, do yep. I stick a fork in it? I don't think yet. Um, okay. But I I would not be surprised if Anthony Lynn gets fired if there are any more of those fourth quarter yep. double-digit lead f- losing shenanigans. Yeah. So the, the Chargers escape the fork. Um, how about one more here that isn't on the list? Actually, I'm going to throw a couple more at you here. I'm going to go Panthers. To fork or not to fork? Is that the question? Panthers also lose, lose to the Saints last week. Three and five. The Panthers sit at three and five. I don't, I, they're getting a, I know this week is tough because they play the Chiefs. Right. They're getting back uh, McCaffrey. Do they get I, him this week? McCaffrey yes. comes back? Okay. That yeah. He's on Spanger. my fantasy team. He's been on IR for the past four or five weeks. So, right. anyways. Um, he is coming back this week. It is against the Chiefs. That's a tough game. I don't expect them to win that game, but I don't, you know, I, I don't, I like the way that Bridgewater's playing. Yeah. Um, I like the way their defense is decent. Yeah. Um, it's a lot better than I thought it would be when they lost Luke Keekley. Yeah. And so I, I'm not quite ready to stick a fork in the Panthers yet, personally. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, I was also going to throw the Browns in there, but I'm not going to stick a fork in the Browns. Or not in the Browns. I'm sorry. The Lions. I'm not going to stick a fork in the Lions quite yet. I don't think they're okay. quite. They're three and five as well. Um, I'll I'll wait one more week uh, on that one. So there you go. So Fair really, enough. the only team we've added the Patriots in a sudden turn of events. Let's get to some game day picks here, Tyler. Uh, current standings. After everybody, of course, we didn't have a podcast last week, but for those of you keeping track at home, we were actually all tied before the Raider-Browns game at 19-11. and 11. All a three-way tie for top dog on the podcast. After last week's five-game pick'em, Tyler... And Micah now take the lead at 23-12. and 12. And Birch, who was the lead dog two weeks ago by a healthy sum, I might add. By, I think it was three games. Uh, now sits at 22-13. and 13, Mostly because he put his faith in the Chicago Bears and they've let him down. Um, yes. Which we called. And I really, I got away with the squeaker. Uh, I picked the Broncos to beat the Chargers and uh, barely pulled that one out. Um, what uh, other Tyler? games did we pick? Uh, let me tell you here. Um, do doodly do if my app will load here. Uh, let's see. We also picked the Cowboys and Eagles. We all picked the Eagles to win that yep. game. So we all got the Raiders. We all got the Eagles. Uh, we had the Chargers, Broncos. We had uh the Steelers, I Ravens. I had I the Ravens. I and I did this, as well. Yeah, so we I think this. I'm one game behind you. Um, because I think I only won three games. I lost the Ravens and I lost the Chargers. Oh, I did not realize you lost the Chargers. I thought you picked the Broncos as well. No. So you're the lone man on top of the pole. Wow. I take top position on the pole. Look at me, your lead dog once again. I like it. 
It feels good. It feels good up here, Tyler. <laughs> I, I'm glad it does. <laughs> oh my. So let's get to some picks this week. We got some great games coming up as this season starts to progress and we start to kind of separate the men from the boys. Um, it just gets better and better. So let's start with this first one. We'll get Birch's picks later on. So Tyler, it's just you and I ago. Saints right. versus the Bucks. It's in Tampa Bay. Who are you going to take? Now, who was it again? The Saints versus Tampa Saints. Bay. Saints division Tampa game. Bay. A division game in Tampa. Are there any hurricanes this weekend? I don't it is think 2020. So. There might be some typhoons or a I, yeah. fire tornado or a sharknado. A shark, you know, that wouldn't surprise me at this point if a sharknado popped up. Exactly. Um, um Saints and Bucks. I'm going to have to take the Buccaneers on this one, Bob. I think the Bucks shut down it, I, I just, I'm really scared that Drew Brees is done. I watch him, and I watch his throwing motion, and it there's no zip on the ball anymore. Just, yeah. I don't know why, and I it that saddens me, because I would usually take the Saints. I think Michael Thomas might actually be back this week, but I I'm going to go with the Buccaneers on this game. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks as well um, at home. I think the Bucks are starting to hit their stride. Uh, and I like the Bucks' defense. I like what they could do. Kamara is a big part of that Saints offense, and I think they can bottle him up. I'm not sure if they're going to get – they've been without um, Thomas, and they've been without uh, um, uh, Sanders for a couple of weeks now, a few yes. weeks now, actually. I'm not sure if they're getting them back yet or not, but I just think the Bucks are hitting their stride. Uh, I'll take Tampa Bay at home. Let's go Seattle and the Bills. Uh, you Ooh, know what? That's a, is that's it a tough at the one. Bills? It's in, yeah, it's in Buffalo. Here's my thing. Uh, Seattle's such a gritty team. I think the Bills are going to be able to score. I, Seattle's one of those teams this year. I, I, Seattle's going to be a top two seed, I think, is in the NFC as well. I'm going to take Seattle on the road in this one, personally. Uh, are there any snow apocalypses in Buffalo? This I don't weekend? know what the weather's going to be like. Dang there. It. I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks as well on that game. I think that. Did you know that Russell Wilson has like 26 touchdowns on the season just passing? I saw that stat today. I was wow. like, whoa. Wow. That is crazy. So he's having an MVP type year. If he doesn't win MVP, I think it's a travesty. Um, But anyways, I'm going to go with the Seahawks as well in that game against Buffalo. I like it. Tua gets his first win last week against the Rams. Talk about a weird year. Uh, Got carried a lot by the defense. I think they had a defense and a special team score in that game. So that helped a lot for the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins travel to the hot Arizona desert to take on the Cardinals. You know, I think their luck runs out there. I like the Cardinals. The Cardinals are a sneaky good team this year. They have some quality wins, including against the Seattle Seahawks. So I'm going to take the home. I'm going to take the home team, Tyler. I'm going to go the Cardinals in this one. I know this is boring, but for sake of like, uh, competitiveness, 
I also will take the Cardinals. <laughs> I like it. Gosh, I feel like I felt like these were such great games, but I feel like we're picking. Oh, I think they're ones. gonna be good games. I right. just I feel like the Cardinals have an edge. Like DeAndre Hopkins and Murray yeah. and I think they'll outscore uh, the Dolphins at the end of the I, day. I do too. I'm going to also, you know, our, one of our last ones, Bears versus Titans. It basically, it was one of the better of, you know, as far as the Titans just come off an ugly loss against the Bengals. The Bears lost two in a row now. Um, so, really, a bounce back game. This one's tough. I could see it going either way. I'm going to let you go first on this one. Bears, Titans, it's in Tennessee. Man, yeah, this is tough because... The Titans lost to the Steelers in a close game. Then they go out and get destroyed by Burrow and the Bungles. Right. Um, I, wh- who are the Titans now? Like, are they still good or, or are they garbage? Like, are they going to switch quarterbacks again halfway through the year and, and revive themselves that way? I, I don't know. And then the Bears the Bears barely lost to the Saints last week. Right. In overtime. Um yeah. That was quickly heading towards a tie. <laughs> it was. And then all of a sudden Will Lutz hits that hits that uh field goal. Oh. You know what? I feel like the Titans get get it back rolling again and they beat the bears um i feel like the titans have a pretty good defense still they just added desmond king this week and i i i think the titans get the get to king henry rolling again and get a w in this game yeah I, you know i've said it from day 1 i don't trust the bears and the titans I think it's going to be a closer game than a lot of people think, just because that's how tight the Tennessee Titans like to play the game. Um, and with the Bears front four, Khalil Mack um, and company, I just, I think, I think it's going to be low scoring, but I think Tennessee at the end wins something like 20 to 13. Something like that. I, I think I think they'll get it. So I'm also going to take the Titans at home. We'll see if Birch has any contradictions to this. Because otherwise, um, Tyler, you and I uh, see an eye to eye all the way through. Which is boring. But you know what? Hey, this is for Lee Dog, man. We can't do yeah, too much. Yeah, here. who cares if it's boring? I'm trying to get the, get the top dog. Trying to get the dub, man. That's all that counts. <laughs> Uh, Raiders Chargers game, man. Let's just segue right into this. Perfect segue. Raiders travel to their second new home, as you pointed out, Tyler. Uh, we had our first new one built in Vegas. Now we have a new one built in LA. That's really cool. First team in NFL history to get two home, uh, new home stadiums built for yeah, them. Yeah, in the same season, nonetheless. Yeah, that's really also cool. it's probably gonna look like a normal Chargers game. Because there's no fans in attendance. <laughs> oh, you know, they need to try to take over that stadium and see if they can insert some cutouts around there. You know, put some. I uh, think the Raiders fans would have more cutouts than Chargers well, fans. Well, that's what I'm saying. It'd be a oh, okay. black cutout fans is what it'd end up 
would it end up being? Silver on black cutout fans. Um, you know, a couple of quick numbers here before we kind of get into the nitty gritty and the picks. Um, the Los Angeles Chargers um, pass of San Diego of San Diego San Diego Super, Super Chargers. Chargers. I couldn't go off podcast without dropping that man. I apologize. But it had to It'll be happen a few more times, I guarantee it. <laughs> no doubt. Um, their offensive line, as far as in pass protection, ranks 13th. Pretty solid. In fact, uh, they're one in front of the Raiders. I believe the Raiders come in at 14th overall. Um, one above or run one below. Don't remember now. Anyway, they're solid. Run defense is 23rd. Their run offensive line ranks 23rd in the run game. So um, that's one thing that they've relied on with Herbert slinging the rock around uh, is having a solid run game. Uh, Eckler's, uh, you know, is Eckler back? Is he is he rocking and rolling again? I, I forgot. I to don't check. think so. I don't think he's back this week. If if he's not back, then that's big because Eckler, um, that he's a force. Eckler's come on to be. Uh, um, let me see. Yeah, he he didn't play last week, so they've got Jackson running the ball, also Pope. Uh, they've got really a, a, a massive committee. Uh, Herbert also runs the ball. Kelly runs the ball as well. So you're going to have running backs by committee back there. The Raiders are going to have to be committed to stopping the run. Um, so that's going to have to come up big. Front four is going to have to play well, as well as the linebacking group, Littleton, Kwiatkowski again. Uh, I think Abram is going to have to play a big game in the run stopping as well. So... Um, I like that for the defense. I think the defense has a solid shot there. Um, uh, the char- or the Chargers pass defense ranks 21st in the NFL and 14th in the run defense in the NFL. So pretty pedestrian numbers. Um, nothing too crazy. Nothing, nothing all pro, but nothing straight garbage. So they're a pretty middle of the road team, and their two and five record kind of shows that they've had several games, about three by my count, where they could have won the game. Uh, this could be a totally Should different have, season. Yeah. yeah, this could be a totally different season for the Chargers. Like they could be sitting at five and two or four and three right now and be right in the thick of things. Instead, just taking a turn for the worse. We've seen teams where they just kind of have. It's just like it's just not their year, and it seems like that for the Chargers this year right now. It's just like you're they're missing just a couple of pieces. And we also know that Bosa, he, it's Wednesday right now, has not participated in practice up to this point without with a concussion. Um, his status obviously questionable for Sunday. That would be a big loss. Uh, the Chargers, another team where they've been shopping players around. In fact, they just got rid of, uh, was it Desmond King? Uh, yep, I'm not to mistaken. The, to the Titans. To the Titans. So, um, obviously, their head coach's seat has to be feeling a little warm right now. Um, so gosh, this is, you know, we just talked about division games, Tyler, and how it always seems like no matter how good or bad you are, they could swing either way. I like how the Raiders are playing right now, though. Um, as far as for the pick, I'm going to go with the Raiders, man. I, I and I, I like it. I, I think because of how the Chargers play in the second half and specifically the fourth quarter, even if the Raiders are down by seven, eight, nine points, something like that, I think the Chargers, you know, it's going to be right there for the taking. If they are indeed down at that point, um, I think the Raiders could score on this Chargers defense, especially if Bose is not there. Um, 
I like it. I look for a more complete game as far as it should be warm, should be nice in LA. Um, you're not going to have, you know, rain and sleet and snow and wind. I don't know about the wind, I guess, yet. But um, I think that's going to open up the playbook. Uh, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to take, I'm going to go something like a 31-23. Because I think our defense isn't that great. We'll give up some points. But I think we'll bend and not break. I think we get a turnover or two. Um, so I'm going to go 31-23 Raiders for my pick. So eight-point game. I'm going to go a little closer. I think it's going to be like 24, uh, 24-20, something like that. Um, and so, like like we talked about earlier, um, we tend – fourth quarter comebacks are like Carr's thing um, right. since he came into the league, and so – giving up double point um, or double digit leads to teams in the fourth quarter is kind of the, uh, the chargers thing. So if the char if we go into the game and we're not like winning until, and we're even down in the third, fourth quarter, I think we're still in the game because we like to make comebacks. They like to yep. give up late leads. Right and uh, I think, you know, I think, Jacobs, um, I think it's a another good game for him to to do some damage on the ground, and I like how kind of every week there's there's kind of a different receiver. We should be able to get the deep ball going again. So maybe it's Aglor, maybe it's Rugs, um, but you know there's maybe it's maybe we go back to Waller. Maybe we find somebody uh, that. But I don't think it's going to be Waller this week. They've got Nasir Adderley at their safety position. I I think it'll probably be one of the other receivers that they kind of use a little bit more. Um, but, you know, Waller's going to get his catches, and he yep. should because he's good enough. Um, but I kind of – maybe it'll be like Ruggs or Aguilar again this week, and, and we test him deep. Um take some shots. I like it when we take some shots. It seems to open up the offense a lot more. Um, and so we've only been screaming for that for, I don't know, since 2004, 2005. Yeah. Since, yeah. Since, since we left the womb perhaps. Um, so we've been, we've been taking shots downfield a lot more. I feel like this year, haven't connected on all of them, a few of them we have, but when you do, it definitely softens up that defense a little bit, makes it so that there's they have to be honest. You can't just be, you know, playing short routes. You've gotta you've gotta make them respect the the long ball, as they call it in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Um I like it closer matchup twenty four twenty nail biter. Um, Herbert so far, 15 touchdowns to five interceptions. Um, about, I gotta say he's been slinging the ball really well over 1800 passing yards. Um, he's got games. Let's see. He's got one, two, three games already this season with over 300 plus passing yards in a game. So not afraid to sling the ball around. Um, 
And, you know, it would be a good week to get Arnett back. That's for sure. Yes, if it he would does be. indeed come back. Um, it's one of those things. If he's not back, I'm not. I'm not beat myself. I'm not going, okay, this is an automatic L. Um, but it would be nice to have Arnett back against the young Herbert, who undoubtedly, because he is a rookie, he's going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. So, um, also got sacked two times last week. So, um, he's playing about, I, I, he's playing better than average, I w- or, you know, better than a rookie quarterback. You would expect a rookie quarterback to play, I would say. But there's definitely, you're going to have the growing pains. And so if the Raiders can take advantage of that, and we've seen it before, you know, when they, when when the, when it's there, make the interception. You got to make the catch. You know, you got to get your head around because I think the opportunities will be there against Herbert and the Chargers offense. The opportunities to get a takeaway or two will be there. The Raiders have to be able to capitalize on it. So yep, um, points off of turnovers. Yep, yep. But it looks like we're both taking the Raiders. I like it. Um, Tyler, that that's really all I had for this week. I think it should be a good game. Uh, the, the, the front four of the defense in a game like this, you know, we talked about, you talked about this a little bit as far as, you know, Herbert likes to move. He likes to run. So I think you might have a little bit of a scenario potentially of like what we had, uh, against the chiefs where we rushed three and basically spied key key spied the quarterback, um, do you see them maybe implementing something like that against the Chargers with Herbert? I I would be surprised if they didn't. They may not in the first half, and then they may switch to that in the second half, depending on if Herbert is running more frequently or not. But yeah, I it worked against Mahomes. I think Herbert's a little bit more agile than Mahomes, which is crazy to say because Mahomes is pretty agile. But I, you know, Herbert ran that type of offense in or at Oregon and right. so he's used to running I I think they do I would anyways I'd keep a spy on him the whole game but we'll probably let him do whatever they want in the first half and then in the second half maybe we'll decide to play defense or something I like it um uh yeah so it's it's like I said, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be close. Herbert's playing much better than I thought, you know, much better than a rookie quarterback normally would. So, and with the way our defense plays, which is suspect week to week, I think they're going to hang around. I think we're going to be in for a barn burner. But I like the Raiders' experience overall in this one. Um, and like I said, if Bose is not in there, I think that's a big factor in letting Carr be comfortable, especially if Trent Brown does not come back this week, which I don't know if he's going to at this point. Uh, I almost feel, I don't know about you, Tyler, but I'm almost like, look, keep him out. Um, We performed admirably against the Browns. Keep him, if he's not fully 100% ready to rock and roll, just wait till Denver. You know, we got that, that Denver Kansas city stretch. Just wait for that. Just let's, you know, we've made it this far. We're four and three and he's only played in what, like a game and a half. Yeah, to this point. game so, in like a quarter, maybe. Wait for him to come back against the, the Broncos and the and the Chiefs, and then we're good to go. Um, so anyway, that's my opinion. Uh, we are paying him, what, $21 million plus million a year. So some people might have something to say against that, which is, uh, that's understandable. 
understandable. So, right, Tyler, you got anything else for? They want him on right. the field, and I get right. it. And I, yeah, I totally understand that. I wanted him on the field, but apparently he was fighting for his life last week. So, <laughs> anyhow, Tyler, you got anything else for Raider Nation before we button this one up? Uh, any bold predictions? You know what? I was thinking about this. I think because our, 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 we haven't gotten a sack for two weeks now, have we? I don't think so. I'm going to go. I think Chris Smith had one hit Brady, on Brady, and that was on Mayfield, oh, okay, Mayfield, and that was it. There was, but it wasn't a yeah, sack. Yeah, I think, I think they hit Brady once or twice, but that was it. You know what? I'm going to look for a dominant performance on defense. I still think Gunther's under fire. I think uh, uh, they're looking. That's not wasn't just a one off. Holding the, the the Browns to six, even without Odell Beckham, I still think was assault. Like props to the defense for that, because I think this defense could have still easily given the Browns, you know, 16, 20 points. Um, I think they're looking for big changes there. I'm going to go for another big defensive day. Um, I'm gonna. I'm looking for four sacks. I, even though Herbert moves around, I think Crosby's gonna catch him off guard once or twice. I think Farrell's gonna get to him once, maybe even a sack, sack and a half there for Farrell as well. I'm gonna go four sacks for the defense. Okay, I'm gonna go with two interceptions. Oh. for the defense. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Trayvon Mullen gets one. And just because I talk smack about him this week, Eric Harris is going to get. He'll probably get one. like a pick six, and everybody be like, "Yeah, he'll probably get like three, like he did last right, year." Right. Uh, the good old days when we played Philip Rivers. Yeah, we get that. We get that one more time this this year when we get the Colts, as long as everybody's healthy, I guess. So we'll have to see. Raider Nation, if you want to get on the podcast, give us a call two zero eight five five seven nine seven seven one and leave us a voicemail. Um, if you would like to follow us on Facebook, I found out last week, Facebook doesn't allow you to create polls anymore, but you can still follow us on Facebook. If we do giveaways and stuff like that, we'll be sure to publish them there. It's just behind the eye patch on Facebook or Twitter, uh, which is a little more active than Facebook. Just find us at behind eye patch on Twitter. Give us a follow there. Also, if you like the podcast, jump on rate review. If you don't like it. I mean, rate and review as well if you want. I mean, it's a free country, Tyler. Do what you want. If, if, if you feel the need to drop one star. Allegedly. Then drop one star. But we'd love to get a rating and a review from you guys. We, we appreciate the support, the overwhelming support. We love it. Um, Tyler, anything else before we sign off and head in to Rivalry Week? I do not have anything. I just hope that we've got to win these next two games yeah. like they're this one and against the Broncos. Those to me are must wins. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent agree. hundred percent agree. Let's get it this week. Raider nation. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Just win baby. 